Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 122 of Sack King's Therapy. Uh, with me today, of course, is, you know, Fong coming to you live after the Pelicans uh, game that just happened in New Orleans in the Smoothie King Center. Hello. <laughs> okay, well, uh, so for this game, I didn't really take any notes because I had to cook dinner tonight so i was really only half paying attention to the game but to save the day of course bong is here to actually give a detailed a more detailed breakdown than i would be able to give you guys so bong take it away well i didn't really watch the first quarter because i didn't expect the game to start off in the five o'clock uh pacific time so is, there anything is, that... is it is it fair to say that you came out flat like the Kings did uh, to start the game? Pretty much, I would say so. Especially uh, starting. Oh. Uh, you you did you did come through. Um, I'll just I'll just say, and you you took care of business, even though it never should have been hard to ever <laughs> to actually you know watch the game. So, yeah, take it away. Yeah. So, is there anything else that you want to mention about the first quarter before I go on to the second? I mean, yeah. I mean, again, they came out, they came out all right. But again, it's my my. It's going to be a theme with me. I know we won this game, but I'm going to be a little negative because I think they should have destroyed this New Orleans team, and they didn't. So, yeah. Sorry, going to be a little bit more negative, even though it is a win uh, for yeah. the Kings. Well, I'm going to start out with more negative because in the start of the second quarter um within the first three minutes we go on a 2 and 13 run uh with the pelicans leading by one point but you know we broke that uh whatchamacallit i guess you could say drought with a mitchell free and afterwards it was a pretty slow game uh but at least we're getting better shot creation afterwards because you know we have Halburn out there uh, he's doing, you know, his Halliburton things, and I'll get to him uh, closer to the fourth quarter. Uh, this quarter was kind of weird for calls, especially against the Kings. I felt like there was some unnecessary calls and some that were terrible. There was like a moving screen on Len. Uh, Rashawn Holmes got his arm hooked around Valjunas, and that was a foul. And there was a pretty bad call on Mitchell on I believe Josh Hart which I believe wasn't a foul either because it kind of broke the play up and uh, you know broke up our run because we were going kind of on a decent run back to you know try to get ourselves out of the drought um, my only thought I have watching Josh, Josh Hart play I would love I would have loved if he was on the Kings I don't know how he would have fit in. He is a relatively like kind of small wing, if you want to call him a wing. He's kind of guard size, but like this guy gets rebounds. This guy boxes out, and he plays with a certain level of toughness that, you know, on the, on the defensive end, I think that would really help this team. But you know, we have too many guards as it is, and I don't consider him a wing. But like, I, I feel like he, if the Kings could have secured him, that would have been nice. But. It is what it is. I did. I did like watching him play. He, he guarded Fox pretty well tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see him much in the second half, sadly. But uh, you know, other than that, ending the second quarter, we got pretty uh, good defensive stops uh, towards the end of the second quarter. Uh, problem is, we didn't really capitalize much. Uh, but we, 
what am I saying? We did capitalize because we went on an 11-0 run in that end of the second quarter. Uh, there was a steal from Buddy, which went to fast break two. And there was a couple fast break fouls uh, for um, Rashawn Holmes that, you know, went to that 11-0 run. I mean, I guess the only thing I have to say, I'll kind of lead you into the third quarter. Like, you would think, you know, they were starting to break the game open. They were starting to show that, oh, we are much better than this. I'm sorry. This pretty sorry-looking team to a certain degree. You know, Brandon Ingram is nice, but, like, Devontae Graham, like, not a fan. And, yeah, it's a pretty just – it's a depleted team. They don't have Zion, and it's just it, – I think, the, I think the, fa- the team just doesn't fit well together. And the Kings should absolutely obliterate them. They get a 10-point lead. They were looking to blow the game open. But, uh, yeah, they don't. And it's it goes back to kind of something I said last year. And it's still a thing that the Kings see, can't seem to help themselves. Like, just, they need to go for the kill. Like you, have a, you have a team reeling, like, you know, like they are. Like the Pelicans are. You just, you have to put them out of their misery can't just like start taking it easy and just like start cruising which is kind of what ended up happening but you have more details about that than i do so please take it away yeah speaking of going for the kill um when when do you think the last time we actually went for the kill for a game for once i can't remember one that's the issue i literally can't remember one i know me neither but you know going off from the third quarter now um, there was a whoop challenge uh, midway into the third. Uh, challenges uh, Barnes charge on Devontae Graham. I thought it was a charge. Uh, no, excuse me. I thought it wasn't a charge because it was charged against Barnes. But, uh, you know, refs didn't budge because that, it was a pretty quick challenge. Yeah, I looked at that play and, you know, we there's so much talk about De'Aaron, like, gaining a lot of muscle over, the over I guess, the offseason. I mean, I guess there's not enough talk about Barnes getting a lot of muscle because, uh, man, he must be really strong for, to, like, <laughs> knock over Devontae Graham the way he did. Like, man, that was a, that was an act job from Devontae Graham. And that make, just makes me, like, hate Devontae Graham more. Not hate, but I, I like him less because of it. It's just, this dude has no game and is a bit of a flopper. Yeah. Uh, going on uh, in the dirt quarter, I thought Jonas Valanciunas kind of went off on Alex Wynn now. I know Alex Wynn and Jonas are about the same size, but Jonas has... I would say more muscle than when because he was kind of bowling him within the paint and also from range because he had quite a few uh mid ranges and uh i believe he was let me check yeah he did hit one for two from the three point line so kind of broke the lead little by little uh against us because again we weren't going for the kill for some reason uh, another uh, person who you know brought the lead back for the Pelicans was uh, Brandon Ingram because he, oh man, he hit I believe three straight mid ranges against us uh, while we were on a four-minute drought. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. The one thing I won't pin it like completely on the starting lineup, but it's it's something going on just with that with just 
I mean, I, I, at this point, I have to pin it on De'Aaron. Like, you have to take, you have to take, you have to be the leader and take him home. And, you know, we've said, like, in the past, where, like, he just might not be that kind of personality. He's not that guy who gets everyone going. But you can at least lead by example and just, you know, start attacking a little bit more. I know he hasn't had, like, a great start to the season, but this is where you find your rhythm. You know, you had, you had the other team reeling and you need to, you know, either increase the lead or just absolutely kill them. You can't just, like, essentially let the pals hang around with a guy like brandon ingram just you know brandon ingram kind of showed him how it's done and in a way like he, he just kind of said all right everyone get on my back i'm gonna do my thing the, you know the the other the kings can't really stop me one-on-one -on -one. i'm just gonna do my thing and everyone follow my lead i think it was in the third quarter but it was one beautiful play where uh who was it? i think davion ended up on brandon ingram and Rashawn comes over to help. And honestly, I don't even think that's a mismatch, really. Like, Davion on Brandon Ingram. Granted, in the post, is a bit trickier. But, like, Rashawn comes over to help. Brandon Ingram feels the help and just touch passes it to uh, Jonas for, like, a beautiful dunk. And, yeah, like, yeah. that's what you do as a, as a star. Like, at this point, like, I mean, granted, he's, I think he's one or two years ahead no he's one year uh, older he's been in the league one year longer than De'Aaron has so he has a little bit more of that experience but I mean it's De'Aaron's fifth year you gotta be able to like just take control of the game because that's what superstars do ah <sighs> sadly well going on uh we're lucky that uh during this part of the third quarter, uh, Pelicans weren't really hitting their free throws. They were seven for 15, surprisingly, because uh, I expected a lot more from them. Uh, they ended the game with 16 for 25, so a little improved, but not so much. Uh, to finalize off this uh, third quarter, uh, there was a missed buddy free, but uh, they called a flagrant foul on Trey Murphy the third due to uh, him putting his right foot right under Buddy's landing spot. So that gave us three free throws and uh, the ball back. And, you know, Davion made it up with uh, another layup. So it was a five-point play, pretty much. I, I mean, I will say, like, I'd feel bad for Trey Murphy in that situation. And it's not even Buddy's fault, in a way. Like, so the, what, what the play was... Uh, Buddy comes around a screen and he, you know, he takes a shot right away and his legs actually flow pretty naturally forward. It just so happens Trey Murphy trying to kind of catch up because Buddy got a step on him, just kind of closes out at what I imagine pretty normally. But his foot just kind of happens to kind of be in the spot that, um, that, uh, Buddy was coming down on and he, and yeah, it's a, it's a foul. I personally wouldn't have called a flagrant, but this is this is a flagrant foul now. If you if you slip your foot under the uh, under the shooter, it's the Zaza Pachulia rule. And yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Trey Murphy. And yeah, it was a five point swing and a tie game that kind of gave the Kings the momentum. And it's again, it's very unfortunate for uh, for the Pels to actually have to deal with that. I didn't even know it was supposed to be three free throws. I thought it was just two in the ball back, but it was three well, in the ball back. <laughs> Yep, it was a free point play, so I guess you get three free throws. Well, I guess to end it off with the fourth quarter, uh, 
I'd say during the first part of the fourth quarter, it was a very good offensive effort, but you know, there was a quite a few bad passes that turned into quick turnovers, which, you know, ended up with quick Pelicans points. Uh, however, I thought Brandon Ingram and uh, Jonas were a little quiet during the fourth quarter. Uh, one being the reason Jonas did foul out uh, midway of the fourth quarter. Uh, but one person that we should also mention is Halliburton because he went off in the fourth quarter. He got uh, six straight points uh, with a during a 11-4 run within two minutes. Yeah, um, it's he's kind of actually doing like what I want um, De'Aaron to do more of. Just like again, everyone just get on my back. I'm gonna do my thing, and everyone just kind of follow just kind of follow my lead. De'Aaron needs to do more of that, but like I feel Fox or no, um, Halliburton is act- is actually pretty fit to run the offense in the fourth because he's he's a he's a threat to kind of shoot off the kind of off the dribble more like with his floater. Um, De'Aaron just like I mean they went under every screen and you know he just wasn't like fully comfortable just pulling it. So but like Halliburton just kind of showed like he he can. Like if if they're gonna drop on him the way the way they do, like you can't play one way against them. Like you, they had like the the Pelicans, they, he basically told the Pelicans, you guys need to make an adjustment, or I'm gonna do this every time. And I think he had like two or three, sh- yeah, six straight points where basically he scored them in the exact same way, and for, and drew free throws on another. And yeah, like I like the aggressiveness from Halliburton. He's I feel like he's gonna start figuring things out, and it's just nice to see him aggressive down the stretch mm-hmm. well other than that i don't have anything else to say but i do want to shout out rashawn holmes uh he did very well offensively for us uh was seven for eight but you know due to foul trouble early on we had to limit his minutes and put in alex len but <clears throat> he did net us seven free throws so he ended up with 21 points for us this game so I just quickly kind of went through ESPN's uh, thing. We we led by as much as 12, but honestly, it never like it no. never felt like. Basically, we never went above 12, even though like the the Pelicans were reeling for much of this game. And again, it just kind of speaks to my point about just not going for the kill. Yeah. Uh, and also they just they just couldn't help themselves and just kept le- letting the Pelicans catch just kind of hang around. The the Pelicans cut it to as much as three, and had they, and you know they were I mean good granted like on the final like three, like they played pretty good defense and di- didn't let them tie the game. But the game should never have been that close to begin with. Yeah, the Kings just you know Kings need to find a way to close these games out because again like granted. I mean, it's easier to say now, but I did tell I did I was talk I did tell you like I did not while like it, it was kind of cardiac kings, or like it just <laughs> felt like at any point they're just gonna kings this game away. I never really felt like they were gonna lose this game towards the end. It got as close to it's got it got as close as three by the final uh, few seconds, and like during that entire time, I didn't think they were gonna lose. But for the love of God, close it out so I can turn this game off because it's it's honestly boring watching fouls and you know like don't do uh, and like don't do this to us and i'm giving you guys my trust don't don't you know don't abuse it i guess but no nah. oh. 
So now, if Zion was in, do you think this game would have fell a different way? I don't know. Like Zion, don't get me wrong, an offensive force of nature does get does not play defense. So, you know, it's a bit of a double-edged sword with him, and I don't know what that situation is like. I mean, again, I, I just shit all over Devontae Graham. Man had a buddy-esque, uh, had a buddy-esque box score for, let me see. I, I don't have it in front of me. See. For Buddy? No, for a uh, for Devonte Graham. Let me pull up his box score. So he had, so he went four for sixteen for this game, and shot and shot four for eleven from three. So yes, that means all his all his makes were threes, and he shot eleven threes and five twos. He's I remember last year he was one of the worst finishers in the league. So it's probably a good thing he doesn't go to the basket. But like. Again, I don't know why the hell they let go of Lonzo and why the hell they gave up a draft pick to get him and to also pay him $10 million. He just, he's just not it. And, and Nikhil Alexander Walker was pretty terrible too. Jesus Christ. Like, man, I kind of, I feel, I kind of feel bad for the Pelicans. I don't feel bad for David Griffin. He's kind of fucked up this entire situation. But like, man, Brandon Ingram's just kind of rotting right now, and they're just waiting on Zion to, Zion to get back, and there's all the chance in the world that Zion is just is going to be gone at some point. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for the Pelicans, but, man, where would Zion go? Where do you think would be the best fit for him? Because I don't know at the moment, actually. I mean, I don't know how to actually do it, I should probably just Google how to do this, but we might get hit with copyright copyright strike. But cue the go New York, go New York, go, go New York, go New York, go. <laughs> I mean, it's it's gotta be that place, right? That's where the money is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that would be my pick, honestly. I don't think it'll happen because you know when someone puts puts four two hundred million dollars in front of you, like. A bit of you know it, it changes minds to say the least so you know shrug he's probably gonna take those 200 million dollars because also let's be honest like with this many injuries like it's i with this he might just want that security just lock in that 200 million dollars and probably demand a trade later like, that's probably gonna be the memo and uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll see about that situation but yeah new orleans is not looking pretty right now um, and yeah, um, ultimately, again, Kings win. <laughs> you wouldn't really know that by how negative I've been. You, you've been you've been just more of a straight man about this, but like they did win this game, they took care of business, but they let but they let the Pelicans hang around for way too long. And also, Pelicans somehow scored 37 points in the fourth. Pretty incredible. To be fair, we scored 36, but like it's. How you, you can't give up that many points in the fourth. It's another kind of fourth quarter collapse that didn't end up being a collapse, but it was way, it was a little close for comfort. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope we bounce back during the Mavericks game, which, uh, yeah, I mean, only really one problem in the Mavericks that I could see, in my opinion. Uh, is it Jason Kidd? Oh, man, he is a big problem. Uh, for us or for the Mavs, because uh, I'm not I'm not hearing great things about him. I mean, granted, he's trying some things. Like you know, the first ten games, you can kind of try out some things, and like shit hits the fan, just give the ball to Luca. I'm, I'm not gonna hate on him as much as 
much as a lot of other people are but like, i don't i mean i hate i didn't like the move to begin with to get rid of carlisle for what is you know at best a questionable hire but like you know we'll see i mean they still have luca and luca is amazing and you know the main thing we want to hope is that they miss a lot of threes because that's how we beat them last year I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to finish off, finish off this episode with? Uh, I do want to remind the listeners, if you do want to watch this Maps game, it is at 12.30. Weird time. I do want to ask you a question. Will you be awake to watch this game? Oh, yeah, I will. I'll okay. set an alarm. <laughs> just, just to make sure, because I know, I know your nighttime habits. So. Yeah, so... If you can, remind me tomorrow, I guess. But I'll try to remind myself tomorrow because, yeah, we're, it's probably, I don't know, We it's, it's rare to see uh, those type of times. It's always like a Sunday, I think, too. Yeah, uh, we're probably going to end up doing this during a Super Bowl Sunday. And granted, you were probably going to be watching the Super Bowl. But it's good. <laughs> I remember last year during Super Bowl week, like we had a 1230 Clippers game. And it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I, I personally hope I don't fall asleep during this game because your boy loves to go to the gym in the morning and he is a tired boy when he comes back. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, after after that warm shower and, you know, warm lunch. Like, yeah, um, your boy just gets a little sleepy and gets that food coma going. Yeah, got to get that coffee ready, I guess. I'm not drinking coffee <laughs> to watch the Mavs versus King. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, other than that, I guess um, we'll see you guys later.